Oh shit, so I guess uh I guess we're starting. Today's uh episode is brought to you by uh mini joints made from 100% whole flour with love. That's not a paid advertisement. That's just what I'm smoking right now. Um what is this, man? What is this? This is uh LA Choco Lot. All right. Also, we got uh we got some Douce right here, you know, bottoms up. And then we got the uh, apple juice right here. None but the best, simply apple juice, simply apple juice. You know how we do it. Um, hey, let me go ahead and, uh, you know, set the uh, set the mood, man. Today we're doing things a little different. You know, um, some of my co-hosts, they have real life situations going on. So right now, you know, my heart goes out to them, you know, prayers to, you know, their family, their loved ones. Uh, at the end of the day, family comes first. This podcast is just a hobby for me, you know, and I'm glad I can be joined by, you know, some people whose uh, opinions I hold in high regard. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody has to look out for family, got to take care of home, you know, so uh, definitely send in. You know, my prayers to you guys. Love you. Love you. All love. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Now, let's 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 get the proceedings proceeding this evening, man. Let's get the proceedings proceeding this evening. Now, I, I've been thinking about doing this uh, solo for a minute or just doing, you know, if I'm doing a podcast on Tuesday and I got a panelist or a guest, then I can just fucking shoot from the hip or do, just do a fucking shoot job like it's wrestling, bro, like on a Thursday or Friday just to tie myself over, you know, for the weekend because uh, maybe I am a narcissist and I am obsessed with the sound of my own voice and my own opinion. Maybe I do like living in an echo chamber. You know, who knows? Uh, only God can judge me, just like Tupac said, and every uh, every ratchet chick from the hood, you know, that does something that's highly questionable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They say only God can judge me. Like they're not gonna fucking get up, get, get end up in bookings over the weekend, and then get judged on that Monday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because when you get locked up on a Friday, you're not seeing a judge till Monday, baby. That's old school shit, man. You know, I've been there myself a couple times, man. Not too proud of it, but, you know, a motherfucker never stole my snacks, bro. I tell you that. They never stole my 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 vegetables, never stole my snacks, man. I didn't eat them ham sandwiches. I traded those shits for, you know, for, for bottles of water and vegetables, man. You know, I turned vegan when I went to jail for 22 hours. <laughs> Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Killer Cam, man. Uh, Dipset. They they made this song called um, was it Hennessy and apple juice or cookies with that apple juice? And I just I just uh, equated that with I'm just like yo, these motherfuckers talking about some Henny and apple juice. That shit go together. And let me tell you, man. You take cognac and apple juice, it's fucking smooth, man. It is so. It's like drinking apple cider. Um, gosh, man. You take cognac and cranberry. It's phenomenal as well. What the hell is going on in my background? Hold on, let me let me do some live uh, troubleshooting right here, man. Cause my 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 background, my filter is looking crazy right now, man. 
I'm going to have to switch that up. Let me do a little shameless promoting right now, man. A little shameless promoting. Oh, what's that? That's a fucking chroma key blue screen, green, green screen in the background. Motherfucker done upgraded. I know you see the mic stand. You hear you hear the crystal clear clarity. None of my P's popping. My B's busting, baby. Uh, no, because we have a fucking screen in, in, in the mic stand now for this expensive-ass mic that my ex-girlfriend brought me. Uh, I still love you, baby. I, def I, I talked to my ex-girl um a couple days ago you know because she she sent me a text out of the blue you know saying that um she misses me and uh she just she wants to know how i'm doing and i was still in my feelings obviously right so i'm just like yeah you know i'm okay just me and my daughter only guy can judge us right <laughs> and she's just like you know i'm glad to hear things are okay and i was like well how's how's uh tanzania you know wherever the fuck she's at she's in africa um i think she's in tanzania and uh you know it's a real short answer and then so i'm looking at my dry ass text messages and i don't get any text because i'm in between phone companies right now shout out to sprint um yeah so I, i'm on my whatsapp and shit and i'm like yo i should just hit her up bro and i hit her up and sent her a text man like yo why the fuck did i not put the damn shit up i'm sitting here talking like a fucking idiot yeah man so i'm sitting here you know <laughs> i'm sitting here fucking talking to her and shit and you're just having like a civil conversation and you know she's a really cool person man she taught me a lot man especially about like taking time for oneself and having like a morning routine free of uh distractions like the phone and things like that like just as soon as you wake up give yourself like two hours just of being you know in the moment do your morning routine your exercise drink your green juice your shake you know do some meditation i love the yoga you know that kind of thing man just uh, just you know give that time to pay yourself back you know yes it's all about it's all about that self-care men you got to take care of yourself get fucking pedicures and manicures because your hands and feet look crazy how are you holding your, your daughter or your son's hand with fucking claws you know how you in bed with your lady and you rubbing feet you playing footsie and you got raptor fucking claws it sound like jurassic park like it sounds scary as fuck, bro, when you're walking across a goddamn, uh, you know, a tile floor because your fucking pinky toenail is long as shit. Listen, get your hands and feet done. Get your, your cuticles, you know, worked up under. Have them do the sugar scrub on all your shit. Get your hands and feet super smooth. That's like one of the biggest compliments I get from the ladies. They say your skin is so smooth. Your hands and feet are so smooth. That's because I pay that money to have somebody work on my hands and feet because I'm a working man. My hands are big as fuck, right? I got big hands, big feet, mediocre meat. That's a whole nother story, man. But that's the thing. So, you know, when you got big ass fucking, ah, you know, my hands are big as fuck. I got a size 13 foot. So, you know, you got to get those shits done. So when the ladies, so when you grab them, it's like a bear with silk motherfucking gloves on bro they just melt they just melt like butter they melt like motherfucking butter did i stutter no i didn't you know but that's the thing so uh yeah i talked to mike's girlfriend and we had a really good conversation and she's a really good person shout out to you um i'm a, that, was a, that was a pause that was a pregnant pause a moment of silence for my heart because you broke it <laughs> yo but, you know, like my man Corky said, life goes on, man. Shout out to Corky. He was the first special needs person I knew that was getting money. You know, he was on Life Goes On. 
getting fucking money, Special Olympics, getting money. You know, he's out there modeling for fucking uh, Jordan's jeans and shit, getting money, man. Shout out to my man, Corky. Um, yo, did Screech die? Holy shit. Hold on, man. Rest in peace, Screech, bro. I gotta, I gotta, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, did Screech die? Shout out to my man, Dustin Diamond, bro. Dustin Diamond, this, did Dustin Diamond pass away, man? I know he was like stage four. Holy shit, bro. Rest in peace to fucking Dustin Diamond, bro. Rest in peace to Screech, man. I fucking grew up on Saved by the Bell. Screech was like the cool fucking nerd, man. Um, damn, man. I remember, I remember, I think when I say it was like last summer, there was like he had, you know, cancer. Uh, it's like stage three or stage four, man. That shit is no fucking joke, man. Men, you know, get, get checked out. Take care of yourself, man, because when that shit hit, it, it hits, man. And um, another thing is that, you know, I had a, a prostate uh, cancer scare, man. And, you know, what the doctor told me was that, you know, most men will die with prostate cancer but not die from it. So they'll die with it but not die from it. What's the biggest killer to us is colon cancer, you know colon cancer that's the one for us man it's colon cancer and uh shit what's the other one man uh i was about to say rectal <laughs> but no it's, it's uh colon cancer and pancreatic cancer those are the two you know and colon cancer is from us eating too much red meat you know and, and, and too much processed food things like that uh builds up in your intestines you know all, all the red meat that we eat is what has increased the colon cancer rates for men and young men especially and uh i don't care if you want to debate my my facts that's what my fucking uh doctor told me my proctologist as he was pulling that camera out of my ass uh saying you all good mr meacham <laughs> but uh yeah and then you know sugar you know pancreatic cancer you know from overworking your pancreas from consuming too much sugar you know and uh those are things that we can control man so if you get in charge of your life man you get in charge of your lifestyle you start to replace soda with green juices things like that uh you'll be all right man you can live the, you can live to see a, a female president you know you'll live to see uh aoc as the president if not then you know god bless you you know do throw i'll throw two uh two ice cubes up for the nicest mc <laughs> listen man if y'all motherfuckers think that I can't do this shit just by myself, just talking, you got another thing coming, man. I'm, I'm first off, I'm fucking insane. All right, that's the, that's the first thing, man. Anyone that knows me, you know, if you, if you've ever had the pleasure of working with me or going out with me or being at a bar with me, you know, I can talk about anything with anyone. And the other person doesn't even have to be involved in the conversation. I'm the ultimate storyteller. Uh, I'm an orator. You know, I like to think of myself as a bard, you know, a modern day poet laureate, you know, a renaissance man, you know, um, that's who I am, man. I'm, I'm, I'm an artist, you know, I'm an activist, you know, a, a poet, you know, um, shit, man, you know, a, a male new model now that I got my four pack back, you know, uh, and the motherfucker said I was like chubby on the first podcast. That's that was incorrect. I was that was just bad lighting. You know, if I, if I pull back right now and be like, which way is the beach? Oh, steroids. You know, you see the motherfucking you see the you see the fucking guns right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, don't get it confused, man. We out here, you know, it's still it's still it's still I'm still bringing sexy back like Justin Timberlake, you know? Yeah. Mm. 
Y'all ain't even fucking bring the air horns in yet, man. Air horns for me. Air horns for me. Me and me only. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. This is this is about to be the greatest episode ever. We ain't even getting started yet. But let me tell you. So I, I went out. I went out on a fucking date. Uh, last Sunday, I went to brunch, man, with this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, young, brown-skinned, beautiful, intelligent lady whose name I will not say. But if you listen to this podcast, I'm sorry, but that was that was that was fun. You like so we go to brunch uh, to this place called a uh, Proper Twenty One, and I went there because I'm like, oh, it's like Proper Twelve plus nine, right? So, so we go we go there. Shout out to Conor McGregor just sold his whiskey for six hundred million fucking dollars. That's a bag he don't ever got to fight again that's a fucking bag so we go to this place called proper 21 and it's a brunch spot and it was like um god it was like 39 dollars for all you can drink mimosas and you get like an entree and the entrees were good as fuck i had like these uh uh was it like french toast or pancakes it was like these like sugary ass chocolate chip weirdo french toast pancakes things it was like cream cheese stuffed or cheesecake stuffed french toast some weird shit and it was good as hell and i damn near fucking went to a diabetic coma right there man but um yeah and i forgot what the fuck she had but her shit looked good as hell um and we we drank probably like five five or six bottles of champagne. We went through the whole ninety minutes of all you can drink, and then I ordered two bottles after that. And we were lit as fuck. So you know, I, we're having a good time. You know, the conversation is always going to be on point. And uh, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know catch a, a Uber or a Lyft down here in downtown DC and take my ass back home. And, you know, it's Sunday afternoon. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna you know. I'm probably, you know, watch some Netflix, chill, be a fucking nerd and shit, watch some anime. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Yasuke on Netflix right now. Watch that shit. Um, and then she's like, oh, I'll give you a ride. And I don't know why I didn't think that was like the worst idea ever. Because I'm like, yo, we just drank like six bottles of champagne. Are you going to take me on a first date through downtown DC? <laughs> Drunk as fuck. Like, we're going to end up in jail. I'm going to have no one to bail me out either. That's going to fucking suck. Um... And I wouldn't get out, I wouldn't get out till Monday, man. That would suck. But I, I get in the car with her anyway, because I'm not thinking. I'm drunk as shit, right? And then um she takes me back to my hotel, right? Uh, cause she had uh, an event to go to that was up my way. So she had to come this way anyway. So she's like, Yeah, I drop your broke ass. Uh no car scrub having ass. Uh I'll drop you off, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. So we we go back to my piece of shit uh days in hotel right and uh you know we in here chilling talking you know doing what grown folks do and um yeah she's like yo you know i don't smoke marijuana and i'm like that's cool i do and she's like i do edibles and i'm like yo that's what's up we're best friends now um <laughs> yo do you want to do karate in the garage yep right and so uh yeah man fucking you know we're just talking and chilling and blah blah blah, blah, blah right and then she's like okay i gotta fucking go to her, sh her shit whatever and i'm like all right cool um, and in my head i'm like yo date's over cool date um you know and i'm gonna I'm watch netflix now and you know just relax right uh and then like five minutes later there's a knock on my door and i'm like what the hell 
and uh, I go to the door and open it, and it's her. And she's like, I heard, I thought this was a no smoking room. And it just comes in and jumps all over me, fucking me too's me. I'm joking, right? And then, you know, we, we do the whole makeout thing and whatnot. And um, I thought that was really fucking slick. That was that was good. You can't, That was like some movie shit. Talking about, I thought this was a no smoking room. And then, yeah, I'm like, okay, I like that. I like, that's an A for effort right there. A fucking A for effort. And execution as well. I, you know, you swept me off my feet with that one. Chivalry is not dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she definitely knew what the fuck she wanted. Um, And that was cool. And then she went off to her other event. And then, and that was the end, right? But that was not the end for me. Because um, apparently, like, maybe like two hours after all that happened, after she left, all the marijuana and all the mimosas caught up to me. And I'm like, yo, um, I don't feel good. And I'm like, I should probably sit in the toilet and figure this out. Like, it's going to come out one end, and I don't know which end it's going to come out of, right? And, uh, hey, guess what? It came out of both ends, man. What the fuck? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> it was in my ass and my mouth, dude. Like, I'm fucking puking and shitting at the same time. So I pulled the fucking garbage, the garbage fucking can in front of me, and I'm shitting my brains out. And then I'm puking as well. And, uh, and that fucking sucked. Oh my God. That fucking sucked so much dick. Um, but then I got it all out. I got it all out and then I ordered some pho and then the pho came in like 20 minutes and it was super fucking good. Uh, I had like pho and some fucking, uh, chicken spring rolls and then some veggie wraps and shit. You don't fucking care, but that shit was good as hell after fucking, uh, puking my fucking brains out and shit in my pants. Um, and, and then I went on, I went on social media and just you know went on my facebook and then typed in boot and rally and no one had any idea what the fuck i was talking about because i had something else to do that evening uh <laughs> yeah once i fucking puked man it was it was it was the fucking french toast it was all that cream cheese and shit it had to come back out bro I, i'm sitting there in the toilet and Holy shit, man. Like, all my military people, my submarine motherfuckers, y'all know blowing an O-ring. You know what I mean? It's like, I was venting sands inboard and outboard, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. And I was just bragging about how I don't fucking throw up and shit when I, when I go drink. That was my first time going out in a long time. Um, and, you know, it's, it's whatever. It was my birthday. You know, <laughs> Nah, it wasn't. But, um, nah, you know, it, it was definitely a fun, you know, I, I think we're planning a second date, you know. Um... And who knows? And also, um, if you're still waiting on that first date from me, um, it's still available. Don't worry. <laughs> you can date. You can date. You can date more than one person as long as you're not having sex with them. That's the rule. All right. As long that's my rule. As long as you're not getting penetrated or you're not penetrating someone, uh, you can date more than one person. That used to be called courtship. Uh, back in the day, you know, your mama had five boyfriends. I used to fucking buy her shit and take her to the fucking movies for twenty five cents, and that was called courtship. They used to come over and do chores and shit and help the moms with groceries. That was like the 1950s. Niggas were still getting lynched then, but that's a whole nother story, man. But uh, yeah, that was called courtship, right? And you had to do that back then, man. Nowadays, you know, people got the game fucked up because, you know, if you listen to these young these young ladies today, man, they think a motherfucker is supposed to like put some money in their pocket before they even go on a date, or you're supposed to fly them out somewhere, or or buy them a Birkin. I'm like, bitch, you you don't got a GED. Fuck you, mean buy you a Birkin, bitch. If if you can't make that money to get you a Birkin, you don't deserve one. You know, unless you're a housewife, and if you're a housewife, 
you deserve the world, baby. But if you're not a housewife, eat a dick. You don't get a Birkin. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. You know, I hate that shit. And let me be the first motherfucker to say that. When I'm with a, a woman, um, I've I've bought, you know, I've, I've, I've splurged on her before. But that's because she displays the qualities that make me want to do that. She, display, she displays wifely qualities before ever getting that title. And so I'm like, because you are you are behaving like a wife i'm going to splurge on you how a husband should his lady you know if, if you when you're married spoil spoil your wife man spoil your lady but when you're still dating listen treat him like a prostitute what don't treat no girly well until you show her the scoop because all they do is they hurt and trample listen up rick here comes my second example bitch that's a middle finger in hd motherfucker uh if this is the audio podcast you don't see that and if you watching the podcast in sign language <laughs> you're on lsd man that's what's up shout out to um the pentagon and the, the department of defense uh because they are about to approve lsd to help treat PTSD, they, they've seen uh, amazing, amazing work done uh, in the field of hallucinogens that is, is is doing wonders for people dealing with TBIs and, and PTSD. I didn't mean to get serious when we we're talking about drugs, but, you know, shout out to myself. Last album, I just dropped it called Dopamine in stores now. Uh, download it everywhere. It's about um my road in uh, self-medicating, man, from, you know... Being in the military and your primary coping mechanism is just alcohol and women. Those are the drugs, you know, or if you're a guy that is in the cars, you know, or spending a bunch of fucking money, things like that. We find these these other drugs to tide us over until we can get out and get the good shit, right? But you don't want to do opioids. Fuck no, you don't want to do no damn opioids. But uh, me, you know, I follow in my dad's footsteps and, and, and I, I enjoy marijuana every now and then. Um... I, I love marijuana i got some edibles right here actually booyah i don't know if you can fucking see this hd camera yeah man i got these motherfucking uh goji berry chocolates there 10 milligrams uh uh yeah 10 milligrams a piece uh, they 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 look amazing i can't wait to try those out this weekend at the next motherfucking brunch with the next contestant on who wants to marry a thousandaire yeah who wants to marry a thousandaire and that would be me motherfucker <laughs> the subject matter for the sub for the song scrubs by tlc baby but you you can get healthcare. You fuck with me, you get that healthcare, baby. And that's hard to come by nowadays, man. You know, motherfuckers out here dying from shit that you could get is easily treatable. You know, that's that's fucking insane. Just go get your, your your annual checkup, get your teeth looked at. You know, come on, man. I know I know niggas that went to jail just to get their teeth fixed. We're the Jadakiss, man. So. You know, get get your shit looked at. Get your eyes checked, man. Once a year, bro. It's most places they don't even charge more than thirty, forty dollars, bro. You can get a Groupon for this shit, actually. And I say that I'm telling people how to fucking spend money on their medical bills, right? And and people they come back to me when I tell people to like look out for their health. They like, well, why don't you get your gap fixed? Why don't you get your gap fixed? And my rebuttal to that is, fuck you. 
That's why I don't get it fixed. Michael Strahan ain't get his shit fixed, and that motherfucker's on goddamn daytime television with Kelly Ripper, so suck my dick. Um, actually, he left He left there. I don't know where he at right now, but shout out to him. But no, I don't get it because it is what keeps me humble, right? It's what keeps me humble. Like, it is like your smile is one of the first things that people see, and it's one of the first things that people judge you off of. And to prevent me from being a fucking narcissist or being just like a megalomaniac, I have to keep something that is such a huge flaw and that will cause people such, um, it, it will cause them such like self doubt or, or, or affect their self esteem so much. You know, it will make them insecure. Uh, is they like, yo, I got an imperfect smile. It's the first thing that people see and they're always going to see it and I can never hide it. And that's why I keep it because you, you this is the worst thing you're ever going to see about me. You know, this is the worst thing you're ever going to see about me. Everything else is, you know, I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm a genuine real person, you know, and, uh, what you see is what you get. And if the biggest flaw is what is the most important to most people but it's the least important thing to me because it hasn't prevented me from getting women at all uh-uh and it has prevented me from doing shit that i've wanted to do in life and i i mean I, i'm a fucking public speaker i'm a damn rapper you know like i, I perform in front of crowds and people uh and the gap is fine <laughs> it, it, it is my signature you know but yeah man i, I don't i don't every time I'm, i think about you know getting it closed i'm like you know what i could spend this money on a nice vacation you know or a couple of weekends of, of some wild bottle service you know but um I, you know that that's, that's what it is man like I, my mom told me to not to suck my fingers when i was a kid i disobeyed her and this is the fucking life lesson that i show you know so when i tell my kids some shit i'll be like yo grandma said don't suck your fingers now i listen to her i didn't listen to her and now my fucking jibs is all fucked up right and i'm like that's why you listen to your parents you know that's why you gotta listen to your parents teba that's my daughter right that's why you gotta listen to your parents because if not you're gonna have some fucked up jibs your jibs your grill you know Looking like somebody kicked out your fucking BMW grill, man. God damn. You know, your shit looking like a Ford Neon. You used to look like a Chrysler 300, man. Now you looking like a Ford Neon grill, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> this nigga is not fast and furious, man. <laughs> fucking gap teeth, man. Shout out to myself, man. Because my insecurities, you know, that, that shit, I'm... I use my gap to my advantage, man, you know, because when you see something like that, people expect you to have low self-esteem or be insecure, you know, or, or not know your, your value, you know, and when you when you can have a flaw like this and still accomplish, you know, what you've accomplished and still uh, be able to get some of the baddest women on the planet, you know, and 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 just shine, baby. <laughs> Yo, I'm fucking chilling right now, man. This is fucking life, bro. This is life. Shout out to everybody that's alive right now, man. Y'all survived COVID. Bro, 600,000 people didn't. Y'all survived, man. Holy shit. They talking about the country gonna be opened up by, you know, July 1st. Everything opened up full again. I'm still wearing a mask, bro. I'm fucking paranoid. I'm paranoid of everything. So that that's just me, man. But, um... Yo, y'all do what the fuck y'all gotta do to survive, man. You know, I'm from the city where the skinny niggas die. You know what I'm saying? Prodigy, he said it's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You know, you can run, but you can't hide. You know what the fuck? Yo, shout out to Nevada. Let's 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 get 
Let's get with the fucking shits already, man. I, I, I've been sitting here talking about my date and, and puking and shit at the same time and calling my ex and, you know, how am I convinced my daughter to list me by showing my gap. And I haven't even gotten to the fucking news or any current events. So let's get it on. Let's let's fucking go. All right. Let's fucking go. So Nevada, Nevada allows brothels to reopen after a year with new protection in place so sex oh my god sex workers will need to use face masks and temperature checks as part of their routines yo you gotta be fucking kidding me so if you don't know for those of you guys that don't know in nevada uh prostitution is legalized in brothels but only in certain counties that allow brothels to exist within their borders and the state law bans brothels in counties that have more than 700,000 people. So it's not going to be in Vegas. It's going to be outside of Vegas. All right. Um, and so sex workers struggle to f support themselves, you know, strippers and strippers and I guess prostitutes and escorts and shit couldn't get money because motherfuckers weren't trying to die for some pussy. But now after a year, people are ready to die. They ready to get burnt by some pussy while they up in it, baby. Bitches about to catch COVID from some coochie, man. Clapping coochies for COVID. Great episode. Go check it out, man. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion with that whap. <laughs> that Wuhan ass pussy. <laughs> they got that Wuhan ass pussy. Yo. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Whap, 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 whap. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese sound. That's fucking gross, man. But uh, yeah, back to Nevada. So... What's going to happen is you got to get a fucking temperature check. And while you're having sex, uh, up until you get into the room, you have to wear a mask. When you when you get into the room, uh, it's up to the discretion of the, the customer, uh, whether they wear a mask or not. And I'm going to tell you, man, that shit is hilarious because my motherfucking ass would say, yo, I want you to cut a hole through the mask and suck my dick through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm sorry man i'm sorry this is the part where i have i don't have like a co-host so i wouldn't be going over the fucking edge with this shit but i'm sorry that's just me that's just me you about to get the unfiltered shit now man because you know hey we're talking about the fucking pandemic bro nevada opening up brothels cut a fucking hole in the mouth of that mask <laughs> that's what i'm talking about cut a hole through the mouth of that mask um yeah and you know i might even put like a, a, a one of the fucking hospital gowns on man we can role play in this motherfucker this bitch gotta give me cpr duh. <laughs> yo let me stop man i mean actually my, my mom does not listen to this podcast nor listen to my music at all um so yeah that's why i can get rid of a lot of this shit man because she's not listening if she tuned in this whole entire fucking shtick would be different man you i'd have a bible up on this fucking table you know all type of a picture of my fucking daughter and shit i'd have like my w-2s and shit to prove i'm a taxpaying citizen you know but moms ain't fucking you know hey while mom's away the motherfucking dog is out to play. Woof, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> God damn, shout out to Alex Jones, man. That motherfucker is insane, bro. Ah, uh, yeah. But um, that's Nevada, man. Everybody has their vices. And speaking of vices, uh, I like marijuana, right? But uh, black people, and I don't know how or why, 
Y'all motherfuckers love some menthol cigarettes. Why do black people, black people love chicken? They love menthol cigarettes. Um, <laughs> they love making excuses for not pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm, I'm not editing that out, man. I'm sorry, bro. That's just, that's just the truth, man. That's just the God's honest truth, man. You know. My grandfather, Bill, he built that bridge. <laughs> My grandfather built that bridge. All right, Timmy, shut the fuck up, man. Ah, fuck, bro. Fucking day, man. But uh, yeah, so black people, you guys love menthol cigarettes. I don't know why. I smoked menthols before. They, they taste like shit, bro. But the FDA uh, recently came out and they are banning the sale and manufacture of menthol cigarettes. And of course, uh, black people, black Twitter, black social media decided that it was a conspiracy and they were going to target black people purchasing menthol cigarettes and now criminalize menthol cigarettes because only black people smoke menthol cigarettes. And of course, uh, overly woke uh, Twitter uh, and overly woke uh, black people America in general, you know, said, hey, well, they're criminalizing smoking cigarettes and cops are going to arrest black people for smoking cool 100s, bro, or fucking Newport box 100s. No, what they're doing is telling corporations that they can't sell menthol or any flavored tobacco products anymore, period. So they cannot do any flavored tobacco products black people all right this is so your kids won't fucking buy the vapes and buy the fucking you know the candy cigarettes or the flavor cigarettes or the fucking camel crushes things like that because all that shit is targeted towards kids if just in case you didn't fucking know um because grown-ups we, we we like our cigarettes that taste like straight ass we like to know that we're actually uh killing ourselves right so we want we want the cigarette to taste like death so it reminds us because that's how good nicotine is that's how good to just like marijuana man i'm not safe you know i'm sitting there smoking weed like i'm breathing in cancer causing uh carcinogens and my lungs eventually i want to say yo ha 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 we're coughing up blood and i'm be like oh how the fuck did i get lung cancer well it's from that fucking 20 years after breathing in 20 years of fucking uh weird ass asphyxiance on a fucking submarine and all all that bullshit breathing that shit for 20 years you decided to fucking breathe in straight up fucking just 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 burning carbon products into your lungs through the form of marijuana uh yeah now you got cancer dude and you can't get new lungs because we're not that far into the future and elon Musk hates black people and he won't give you robot lungs so yeah man i, I just died bro because i decided to smoke weed and give myself lung cancer man but we'll save that for that episode in the future days of future past you know days of future past the podcast featuring myself uh from the future telling myself about the past to not do shit but you know quantum fucking theory bro you know it's fucking is what it is man Ah, yeah, so the FDA, they banned the sale of menthol cigarettes. Black folks thought it was targeted toward them and got all super woke and started making hashtags. And then the FDA said, hey, man, we don't give a fuck what you guys smoke. We're just going to say they can't be sold anymore. So now they're making menthol cigarettes into, the, into an NFT. That's what it is. The fucking government is now making menthol cigarettes into an NFT to put the price point outside of the reach of black 
in brown America, thus making menthol cigarettes now a sign of the new elitism because the black and brown folks cannot afford the NFT, which is the nicotine flavored tobacco. All right. Not the non-fungible non token, but it's the nicotine flavored tobacco. All right. That the motherfucking kids are buying nowadays and we can't afford that shit, man, because they 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 saying it's sixty thousand dollars for a fucking cigarette. You know, shout out to the FDA, Let, letting these motherfuckers have a monopoly on menthol cigarettes <laughs> through Silk Road, <laughs> buying fucking cigarettes with crypto and shit, man. Holy fuck, bro. Ah, oh, man. What else? What else can we talk about before we get serious, man? Let's talk about uh, Hillsong Church. Hillsong Church uh, is, is out of Montclair, New Jersey, and a black church leader at Hillsong Church in Montclair, New Jersey, resigned after he reportedly texted a volunteer a scantily clad photo of himself, attempting to pass it off as a mistake. I mean, they say churches for sinners, baby. Churches for motherfucking sinners. Um... Daniel Barnett, a married father of two and the chapter's former creative director, has been named as the culprit in the scandal, which is the second controversy involving Hillsong pastors in the last year. In October, former pastor Carl Lentz was fired after it was revealed that he cheated on his motherfucking wife. And that's celebrity pastor Carl Lentz, who was hanging out with Charlemagne the God and Justin Bieber and everybody else who pretends to be a Christian on uh, social media and uh, for popularity. Right. So he got caught cheating on his wife and his other motherfuckers, you know, texting uh, some women and he's supposed to be a man of the cloth, man. And, and he's just trying to get under her fucking britches and shit, man. Shout out to this motherfucking clergyman, bro. You know, that's that's got to be some shit, man. Like you up in church, you got all this ass around you, you know, and you got to you got to motherfucking avoid the temptation, man. That's like the ultimate test. You know, because they getting dressed up. They putting their Sunday best on. They got the motherfucking girls out. Because they trying to get them a good God-fearing Christian, man. And you walking in there. You married. You know. You got your two kids. Your wife done let herself go. Right? And you seeing this 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 young buxom woman who got the nice child-bearing hips. And uh, you like, what am what I do, bro? You know, the Bible. You know, King Solomon had many wives. You know? Shit, what's my man? Uh, the motherfucker that married Rachel, motherfucking that's that Abraham or some shit. You know what I mean, nigga? Joseph, bro, Joseph had to work for like seven years for this bitch ass motherfucker. You know, condom into marrying his daughter, and he gave him the other daughter first. Then he had to work for like seven more years, man, to marry the other bitch, man. But then he got to keep both of them and have kids with him and shit. You know what I'm saying? And bam. You know, and that's life. That's the Bible right there, man. The the abridged version, not the King James version or the LeBron James version. It's the motherfucking Sweet James version, the Sweet James Jones version. Pimp C, R.I.P. Man, pull up a foe up. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's the thing, man. Churches for sinners, and so now we got, uh, you know, my guy here getting caught texting uh sexting <laughs> sexting uh some of the female parishioners man of course she's gonna do the right thing which is report this kind of behavior because you don't have you don't want no damn no no fucking creepy ass pastor man you know what i'm saying this ain't the catholic church <laughs> where they just move niggas that's fucking diddling little boys around and just hide the shit and pay out settlements this ain't the catholic church you know god damn it's just the christian church the one that hates the gays and has the gay crowd directors and everybody in the church is gay <laughs> and they're like yo gay is bad 
until it's time to fucking give praise to Jesus, you know. Hell yeah, I'm eating a cookie on air, motherfucker. Chocolate chip, bitch. This is a Chips Deluxe. I got M&M's on this hoe. M&M's on my cookies, man. Cognac and apple juice, baby. Alright, so. Uh, shout out to Uncle Tim. Uncle Tom. I'm sorry, Uncle Tim. Tim Scott. Uh... <laughs> so Joe Biden, uh, you know, gave an address to the American people and the Republican rebuttal was to send up uh, Tim Scott. And Tim Scott went on air and on he went on the he he yo, he went on Alexander Graham Bell's television. <laughs> and 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 he fucking said that America is not a racist country and then went on to name like 13 examples of racism institutional and systemic racism that exists in America and then say it's not racist right and then he got flamed for it right because he's the only uh black republican that's elected in 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 congress and you know shout out to him you know Tim Scott uh and, you know, he was working on the uh, a crime reform bill, police reform bill, but we don't, you know, you, you don't really see a lot of bipartisan cooperation uh, for both sides on that. You know, it's just, it's just different, uh, you know, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. I don't want to talk about this shit, right? Because I got to talk about Van Jones and it's always fuck Van Jones, you know what I'm saying? Fuck Van Jones. But uh, yeah, so Tim Scott got sent out there to you know, be like the black face to make it seem like the Republicans aren't racist or America isn't racist. And, uh, yeah, man, America, unfortunately, it was a racist country when it was founded. Uh, and then the racism evolved into systems that we had. And we had the fight to overturn these systems, right? So it's racist, bro. Uh, and then, you know, Vice President Kamala Harris went up and she said the same thing, essentially said that America isn't a racist country, which is the wrong statement okay but i get it she's trying to you know not like upset white people and by saying that america is racist right but you know and, and joe biden came out there and he said um the right thing right he said what most people think he said i don't think that the majority of americans are racist he said but we have systemic racism you know and, and we had issues with race in this country and the reason why black people are already are today now is because of these systems that were in place and we're still recovering from it now and that's all anybody has to say, right? You know, because he, he said, hey, Americans, Americans aren't racist, right? The majority of Americans aren't racist, but the country as it was founded was founded for white supremacy, right? Because they didn't white male supremacy. They had no concessions for women. All right. They had no status. Native Americans, indigenous people had no status. Asians, Americans had no status. Black people had no status, even though we were all in this country at that same time, baby. But they say, yo, this is for whites and whites only white Anglo Saxton Protestant males, right? That's what it was, man. And that's just, that's just life. That's just the facts. And that's why we had to have amendments added onto the constitution to give women the right to vote, to free black people you know to, to give us the right to vote to protect you know everybody's equal opportunity and in, in people's status and people's gender and people's religion you know because 
we fucking persecuted everybody that wasn't a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant male, you know, to include the European immigrants that when they came over during the Great Migration, you know, to include Asians that came over, you know, and we did things like the Chinese Exclusion Act, you know, to include Hispanics, you know, and we essentially annexed half of fucking Mexico. And then when we didn't have, you know, people to work in the fields during World War One, World War Two, we created the fucking Bracero program to bring over all these migrant workers, give everybody, everybody this fucking, you know, citizenship. And then we had Operation Wetback. We fucking repatriated over, you know, 2 million fucking Mexican American citizens back over the border. You know, that's just a little history for you, man. But America ain't racist. It ain't racist at all, man. Because racism is American's apple pie. You know, we mainstream racism, man. Racism is fucking accepted. It's cool here, man. We mainstream racism and called it make America great again. You know, change the G to a H, make America hate again. That's all that is, baby. Part of me would like this cookie. It's good as fuck. And I drink this. Apple juice with a splash of douce. You know, it's pretty good. Pretty damn good, man. Pretty good. But yeah, Joe Biden said America is not a racist country. He said it's, it's wrong to try to use our painful past to try to dishonestly shut down debates in the present. Wait, who the fuck said that? Nah, that was bitch-ass Tim Scott. Fuck Tim Scott. Joe Biden said, yeah, this shit is racist as fuck, nigga. <laughs> he didn't say nigga, but he said, yeah, it was founded in racism, man. And that's just what, that's just the truth, man. And some people, you know, they don't want to accept that. And I mean, it's, it's just a fact. I'm sorry. We fought a whole war about it, you know, called the Civil War. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln said, I'm going to attack you with the North. <laughs> yeah. Civil War, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to boxing at all or what we call boxing now with this celebrity YouTuber, uh, you know, Floyd Mayweather fighting anybody who has enough money. So Floyd Mayweather is fighting Logan Paul. Logan Paul is an internet YouTuber, former Disney Channel kid, uh, mega, 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 mega star, making a lot of money just off of monetizing his lifestyle. Uh, from what I've seen, seems like a really nice guy, really nice kid, unlike his younger brother, Jake Paul, who's a fucking asshole. Um, but he explained why he's an asshole, because his older brother is this really nice guy and everybody likes him. He could never be that, so he has to be the opposite, you know, in order to keep the eyes on him. Makes perfect fucking sense, and he's playing the role perfectly he's playing a role perfectly shout out to him but floyd mayweather uh said yeah i'm flighting logan paul and they're going to make a, a hundred million dollars a piece and which is awesome for them but uh what what's important uh for that is that former nfl wide receiver and internet fucking legend chad johnson is planning to trade in his cleats for boxing gloves and he has agreed to fight uh, a six-round fight at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida, on the undercard of Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul, June fucking six. So his opponent is yet to be named. And if you know anything about Chad Johnson, is he he had a fucking TV show 
where he just went on trying different sports and, and different things of that nature. Suit supremely athletic individual, super frugal, super fucking hilarious as shit. Um, pretty public uh, with his life, things of that nature. And uh, he, he's a he's a fucking athlete. He is an athlete. He is a supreme athlete I, I think and i've seen him uh train for boxing so this isn't something new and he's like nate robinson you know or ben Askren. he's been public about him training boxing uh for a long time and wanting to fight and i think this right here i, I would like to see him fight another athlete uh in the nfl i, I would like to even fight another nfl player if there's like a player that he had beef with like like fucking like daryl reavers or something like that like one of those fucking cornerbacks like uh josh norman or some shit yeah, you get that kind of, you get like fucking Charles Woodson and fucking <laughs> Chad Johnson fucking fighting six rounds. That'd be fucking hilarious, man. That's what I like to see with this shit, man. Get like these fucking celebrity fucking grudge matches, man. And you when you do it for real, man, let these motherfuckers duke it out, bro. You know, y'all talk that shit. Like y'all talk that shit, man. You know, do that shit. Make some fucking money. You know, so all these little rappers and shit, instead of shooting each other, put some fucking boxing gloves on, go to fucking Triller, get you fucking $10 million to fight somebody, you know, bring your fucking fan bases there, you can promote your fucking, your artists that you have signed to you, they can perform, as they can perform the musical acts, since Triller has the musical acts perform, they can perform uh, on, the, on, the, on the undercard in between the fights, right, and then the, the two rappers that got the beef, they fucking fight in the main event and you settle this shit and then the beef is fucking squashed. But nobody wants to take an ass whooping anymore. Everybody's scared to take that fucking L, man. You know, it's fucking sad, bro. But uh, Chad Johnson, he is stepping into the motherfucking ring and going to fight on the undercard. I am going to watch that shit. I'm going to watch that shit. Also, uh, Triller is saying that they're allowing people like a month of amnesty so if you fucking stole their elite if you stole their uh pay-per-view stream of the uh jake paul ben Askren fight which was hilarious because he not ben Askren clean the fuck out uh, apparently they lost uh multi-millions multi-millions and they're saying that that might have been the second most uh pirated pay-per-view event since floyd mayweather and manny pacquiao uh, yeah, a lot of people fucking stream the fuck out of it illegally, and uh, so that cut into their profit, and they're saying, okay, you, you have a grace period of 30 days, and you can pay us our money, or if not, we're going to, they, they said they had like 1,500 people or more that they that they have, uh, and they have all the, like the VPNs don't protect your IP addresses, and they can fucking track you down, and they're going to send you a fucking, like a, like a $15,000 uh, lawsuit instead of paying them that 60 bucks bro like yo if you illegally stream that shit man yo pay that money because you don't want fucking triller coming after you um i am be honest if that shit went to fucking if it went to trial man they're not gonna get anybody that's just a fucking scare tactic bro you know because if they did if they actually try to sue a motherfucker goddamn hackers would be all up in their fucking servers so fucking quick shutting that shit the fuck down you know that's just part of the game, man. Like, getting your shit pirated is part of the fucking game. Like, I, I bought, man, I paid for every fucking UFC pay-per-view uh, for, like, 10 years fucking straight, man. And and I went to UFC pay-per-views. And 
I'm spending all this fucking money because it was like one a month, two a month. So you figure it's like what? 50 bucks, 60 bucks. So it's 120, right? 120 a month. Fucking times 12 months. It's like a goddamn. It's a lot of money. It's like 1400 like $1,500, right? That you're spending yearly to watch fucking TV. Watch something that you could have watched for free by going on Twitter or going on Reddit and finding a fucking link and you could have watched that shit free, bro. And said you spent $1,500 on it. You know what I mean? $1,500 to watch TV, bro. You don't pay to watch Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? You don't pay to watch the NBA Finals. But they're charging you 60 fucking bucks to watch two men fight and you're like, yo, I can just go get this link real quick and watch this shit and save this fucking money so i don't blame anybody for streaming shit the same reason why i don't blame anybody for bootlegging music man like you know artists are like yo I, you know motherfuckers are bootlegging my shit bitch so fucking what you know what i'm saying just make some shit hot motherfuckers will buy it motherfuckers will stream it motherfuckers will steal it at the end of the day all of them gonna come to the show they all gonna come to the show Motherfucker, everybody that come to the show don't buy your music. They stealing that shit like everybody else, you know? Or they getting it off YouTube or whatever or downloading the shit. How they fucking downloading it, man? It doesn't fucking matter as long as they show up, man. As long as they fucking talking about you, generating fucking buzz and interest, man. Because them motherfuckers, you know, streaming your shit or stealing your shit, them passing on to somebody else is another set of ears. Another fucking fan that's going to turn that profit and monetize for you, man. They're going to convert. They're going to buy something. Alright, so stop being little fucking bitches, man. Motherfuckers are gonna steal your shit. They're gonna stream your shit. Bro, just fucking get a, a loyal enough fan base to wanna pay for the product. And uh, Floyd Floyd fans pay for the product. The problem was you got Ben Askren fans who are UFC fans, so they're gonna stream. And then you got Jake Paul who's a young motherfucker. And the young motherfuckers know all the goddamn tricks to not pay for shit, so they're gonna stream. You gotta get Floyd, maybe the fans who are old fucking men who don't know how to stream... So they have to still call a cable company <laughs> to fucking buy a pay-per-view, man. Old ass, washed ass motherfuckers, dog. Motherfuckers got the goddamn cable box that got like 35 numbers on it. That's it. <laughs> Yo, shout out to you old motherfuckers, man, that don't know how to fucking stream. Y'all make the world go round, baby. Y'all make the world go round. Internet sound like that. <laughs> you can't stream, bro. If your internet sound like that, bro, you can't stream, man. <laughs> you can't stream. <laughs> God damn. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. Smoke weed every day. All right, all right, all right, man. That was uh, a mini break so I could catch my motherfucking breath, man. You know what else trying to catch their breath? Children, because children are getting fucking COVID. Why? I don't know. What the fuck are y'all doing? Children now account for 22% of new U.S. COVID cases. Why the fuck is that? I can tell you right now it's because you guys are sending your fucking unvaccinated children back to fucking school, not making them wear a goddamn mask, and they're in there fucking shooting spitballs at fucking Billy and goddamn playing touch butch with fucking Tommy and they're spreading their fucking cooties and their goddamn fucking germs and then they're getting kids fucking sick 
because the kids are fucking sick because they haven't been around kids for a whole fucking year so their immune systems are weak as fucking fuck dude kids are supposed to be eating boogers and fucking licking dirt bro and they haven't done that in a year and that's why they're all getting covid now that's just my opinion it's probably incorrect um but yeah so the cdc <laughs> the fucking cdc said hey man uh kids are getting covid and the number of children contacted COVID-19 in the U.S. is much lower than the record high set at the start of the new year. But children now account for more than a fifth of new cases in states that release data by age, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's a statistic that may surprise many. Just one year ago, child COVID-19 cases made up only about 3% of the U.S. total. On Monday, children represented 25% of new cases. I rounded it up from 24. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 22.4%. 22 fucking point four percent of new cases reported in the past week accounted for 71,649 new fucking cases in a week. Holy fucking shit. They say uh, several factors, uh, particularly high vaccination rates of young among older Americans. So they're not going to get the new fucking shit, right? They're not going to get COVID. They got vaccinated. But then they're also saying because the age group, that's the highest rates uh, are 18 to 24. Uh, dun, 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 18 to 24 them motherfuckers and kids but yeah so um yeah what it is is that uh you know kids are going back to school you know they're around other kids running around playing fucking tag i was i was at the park with my daughter the other day and they had the kids having a gym class and they weren't social distancing they had masks on but they were fucking like playing tag and doing kid shit and if you're the gym teacher do you tell the kids to like socially distance and not be kids and not you know, I'm I'm a fucking a, I'm just a, a motherfucker at at the park with his daughter, right? Uh, I can't be like, yo, they should be socially distancing. I don't I don't know what the fucking standards are, right? And then um, you know, do do you want kids to be exposed to it? Do you want them to get the antibodies from actually getting the shit? I don't fucking know, you know. Um, or are they resilient enough to not have to you know for it not to be a factor? But you know, we we've seen people take COVID uh multiple ways you got some folks that are asymptomatic simply carriers don't won't know they have it unless they get tested um and it doesn't affect them at all and you got people that get it and they're on fucking ventilators by the third day you know and uh it's fucking scary because you don't know you don't know how how it's going to hit you to hit you man and uh you know we've all had friends and family that have had it we've probably lost some loved ones uh i know i have and you know it, it it's fucking it's a loaded gun you know, it's a loaded gun. And right now we're seeing 22% of new cases are children. And uh, 18 to 24 is the highest stage for the new uh, cases because 18 to 24, they don't give a fuck. They, that's the YOLO generation, man. Like, they don't give a fuck. They're not scared of shit. They don't believe in their, in, in, in their mortality, you know. And when I was 18 to 24, I, I would have been out at the fucking club partying, doing the same shit that they're doing because I'm like, yo, I'm fucking 21. My body can recover from anything. When I was fucking 18 to 24, bro, I was underage drinking. Like it was the fucking, like it was legal. I was taking other people to fucking bars and clubs that would serve you underage. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was a wild motherfucker, man. I recall many a drunk night uh, in front of police doing dumb, wild shit and uh, surviving somehow. And yeah, man, that's why, because they're 18 to 24, they don't fucking care, you know, they don't fucking care. They have, they, the, there is no end of the tunnel, 
You know what I'm saying? It's just one endless fucking tunnel of fucking fun and partying and, and new experiences and shit like that, right? So they don't give a fuck about no goddamn COVID. Worst case scenario is they're sick for, you know, a month, two months, and fucking they're good and now they're fucking immune to the shit yeah like you know they're and they're willing to take that gamble to have to make those memories after losing a whole year to the lockdowns you know so i, I can't blame them man i'm i'm not saying that they're i'm not condoning it but i understand where it's coming from because when i was in that age group i was the wildest motherfucker ever man like holy shit bro you would you You'd have thought I was Lazarus or some shit. Like I had extra lives or some shit. Like I had no shit contra code in real life, man. You know what I'm saying? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A B A select. Start on you, motherfuckers, bro. Fuck you, bitches. Know about that, man. But um, yeah, man. Fuck, bro. Shout out to the youth. Y'all motherfuckers are crazy. I saw y'all at spring break. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers trying to catch chlamydia and COVID, man. Y'all are y'all the wildest motherfuckers ever, man. Shout out to y'all, bro. Shout out to y'all. Um, also shout out to this police chief, uh, in Vineland, New Jersey. Shout out to Jersey, always doing some wild shit. A police chief in Cumberland County, uh, who promoted his own daughter and offered to promote an officer in exchange for sleeping with the man's wife and daughter. Uh, should be demoted to deputy chief a hearing officer has ruled so the police chief is going to get demoted for saying hey i'll promote you if you let me smash your wife and daughter your wife and daughter your wife and daughter bro this motherfucker is crazy this is this is beyond indecent proposal man he's like let me smash your wife and your fucking daughter holy fucking shit this dude is a fucking scumbag um i you would have to die bro like i'm not i'm not even i can't even like uh i can't even fucking joke around bro like if you if you proposition me with something like that my fucking face is too close to my crotch right now i'm fucking around with this virtual background um yeah you if you proposition me and say you want to smash my wife and daughter I have to fucking kill you at at some point. At some point, I have to kill you. I'm gonna fucking kill you, bro. Like I, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. You have to fucking die. That is the most disrespectful shit ever. And this dude was the police chief since like 2017, and and he promoted his own daughter. So that's just nepotism right there, right? Ugh. And this fucking guy said, "Yo, I want to fuck your wife." and your daughter that is that is the grossest shit bro you gotta die you have to die you have to die you gotta die bro like i gotta fucking kill you bro i gotta fucking kill you i gotta kill you i gotta kill you i can't even think of a way around this shit like oh well maybe i can just fight you you know what i'm saying or i can just fucking you know tell on you bro and then your career is over no you gotta fucking go bro like this yo got yo god bless this man uh because i would i would try to fucking murder this guy for propositioning that saying i want to fuck your your wife and daughter the daughter part is is the worst part to me you know what i'm saying um the daughter part is the worst part is the worst part to me and uh i would fucking kill this guy i would i would fucking kill this guy 
I would kill this guy, dude. Like, <laughs> that's all I can say, man. Like, you gotta fucking die. Let me chill, man. Let me chill. I'm getting all worked up over here and shit, man. Fam, if you if you say my promotion depends on you sticking your dick inside of my daughter, yo, I'm gonna fucking murder you. I'm gonna murder your whole family. I'm gonna probably murder your whole family. No. I'm gonna murder you. But make them watch. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, so you're gonna have to tell them what you did. And then I'm gonna kill you in front of them. And let them know. You know. If they try to come for revenge. It'll just happen to them as well. That's some like wild, super dark, psycho shit, man. But that's what happened, man, when you eating Chips Ahoy Deluxe, bro. With the M&Ms and the cookies, man. I got that fucking sugar. That sugar rush going on, man. Mm. I'm not supposed to eat on the mic, but fuck it, bro. It's my podcast. I do what I want. It's my podcast and I do what I want to Do what I want to Do what I want to You could pot too If you Didn't have an actual job And responsibilities That's why I pot <laughs> Yo Holy shit man Fucking amazing Amazing grace how sweet the sound Who saved a wretch like me This dude said I want to fuck your wife And daughter <laughs> And thought he was going to like still have a job Bro the, the audacity and the Caucasity cause this motherfucker Said yo pass that ass to me God damn Yo So uh Joe Biden Joe Biden Joe Biden Joe Biden Uh I don't feel like talking about politics, man. Uh, let's talk about some other shit, man. Uh, do you guys, uh, are you guys fans of the Joe Button podcast? The Joe Button podcast. Uh, one of the top rated podcasts. Uh, they have a Patreon as well. Uh, had the big deal with Spotify. Decided to go independent. Uh, in the past uh, several weeks, they've had some shakeups, some shakeups. Uh, they had some tension with some of the cast members, uh, Rory and Maul, uh, who are our mainstays in the cast. And they essentially went on strike due to, you know, some hurt feelings, some things, uh, some 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 clarification of the business that wasn't, you know, that, that, that wasn't transparent, things of that nature. And they, they went on strike and then Joe had two other people fill his seats uh, who go by the name of Ice and Ish. Ice and Ish. <laughs> so uh, Joe Button has Ice and Ish on there. And they did a hell of a job of filling in. And, and then the fans started to, you know, clamor for Ice and Ish and kind of were like, yo, fuck Rory and Maul. But Rory and Maul came back. And the first pop back was absolutely horrible because it was just them crying about the same old shit. And there was really no resolution about, you know, there was really no resolution. And uh, then the podcast after that, it, it was it was okay. You know, but you can still sense a little bit of tension. Uh, yeah, man. And but now, you know, Joe and Roar, not Joe, I'm sorry, Joe Ison uh, ish have a podcast that's on the Patreon. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm about to subscribe to the Patreon because I want to hear what the old motherfuckers have to say. I like the fact that Ish and Ice can check Joe and they can big brother Joe. 
because uh, that's all Joe does to like Rory and Ma because Ma lived with Joe for X amount of years and Rory was an employee of Joe's, you know, and a fan, you know, he's not on the same level as Joe uh, and they're employees now, you know, and that's the thing. So it's like, you know, I like the fact that they're on the same level or they're all essentially because they, you know, I'm sorry, uh, Isha does uh real estate uh like improvements home repair things like that you know business owner and you know the same could be said for ice um yeah and, they, and they've all had a level of success beyond joe you know and the chemistry that is exists in that mix is different than the chemistry that exists with like uh maul and rory and there's like a lot of you know podcast shots being thrown between you know academics the, the academics and uh, the brilliant idiots charlamagne the god and andrew schultz and uh just other podcasts you know throwing shots now at uh at the jbp man you know hopefully you know shit gets back to normal uh, i'm a fan of the jbp you know uh i didn't like that these motherfuckers went on strike <laughs> you know but uh you know at the end of the day you gotta do what you gotta do uh you know so yeah, it is what it is you gotta do what you gotta do man for your for your for your workers rights but that's the fucking problem you are working your boss is my man uh-huh <laughs> here we go again shout out to jada kiss and dmx man um don't try to don't 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 try to apologize on your two-way you know what i'm saying <laughs> you and me can make a movie <laughs> shout out to jada kiss man but yeah man fucking a bro fucking a fucking day I, I lost i lost my train of thought man i don't know what the fuck i was even talking about uh oh, the joe bun podcast hope everything works itself out uh either way i'll be tuned in and when you're fucking number one everybody's gonna fucking take their shots man everybody's gonna take shots yeah uh what else man what else bro um and if, if you guys are fans of uh are you aware of uh who justin layboy is he's a uh internet uh personality has a show called respectfully with justin and justin so justin layboy and justin combs son of mega mogul sean uh sean love he changed his name to love this past week sean love combs and they had the city girls on there you know and there's the city girls versus the city boys bullshit city girls another name for whores uh and city girls are uh you know, they're talking about like, you know, sort of one baby father had to buy the one chick new furniture before they ever were on a date. And then the other one has like a kid by some other rapper and they all date these other rappers or whatnot. They all just, they just basically community pussy that niggas got caught up with and got pregnant because you really didn't want to have a baby with the bitch. You just wanted to fuck and then you got caught up. But if a bitch charge you for the pussy or if a bitch put a price on her pussy and say yo i i need furniture or i need this or i need that before you ever go on a date she's a fucking prostitute bro i don't give a fuck i know i know oh god the patriarchy and misogynoir and blah 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 and you know what i say to that i say this is a fucking cookie you want it the fuck out of here bitch <laughs> if you say i need new furniture before we can go out on a date, you are a prostitute. I'm sorry, man. Let me drink my fucking... How are you charging, bitch? How are you charging? How are you charging? 
you saying you need new fucking furniture before you you can go out and this this fucking guy is thinking that this is going to be a a long lasting uh stable and healthy relationship because you see the drama they got now you see the drama they got now you know and and that's what it was and that and that's basically all they were doing is just talking about how much they charge men to fuck essentially they, they're just escorts you know and if, if, if you prescribe to that kind of lifestyle you know and you want to speak about equality and women's rights and blah 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 listen all y'all talking about this sexual liberation bullshit that's going to be y'all downfall like men aren't going to respect you if you're giving the pussy away all right if you're charging for the pussy or you're just giving it away and fucking whoever men are not going to respect you i don't care how much you think you know uh us saying you know we're we're sex positive and blase blase blah that's cool fuck who you want but there's there's a threshold there's a number when you're gonna cross it and i don't care what the fuck you got to say you could have a cure for cancer once you got too many dicks in you i don't li i'm not listening to shit you know what i'm saying i'm not listening to shit you know what i'm saying like if like i'm just for example if you suck more than 25 dicks i can't trust anything you ever said because you're a cocksucker you know what i'm saying like what the fuck you know what i'm saying you're a goddamn dick sucker i mean if i ate 25 boxes I'm a, I'm a fucking pussy i'm a pussy eater i'm a box eater you know what i mean i'm a carpet muncher you know if you suck 25 dicks you're a cocksucker you know and i can't trust what you say i'm sorry i haven't eaten i haven't i haven't performed oral sex on more than 25 women <laughs> i keep count i'm not i'm not going past 25 man. i ain't trying to be no fucking cat no carpet muncher dude <laughs> they be like yo that's the box kicker right there the box kicker box liquor man <laughs> holy shit man holy shit somebody get this man a fucking encore you know uh yeah man bitches talking about how much they charge motherfuckers to fuck uh you're a fucking escort you're a whore you're a whore and if not then you're 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 charging the whore's rates you're doing what a whore does who fucking cares right um yo listen let me tell you basketball fans basketball fans basketball fans listen up if you are watching the nba right now you are a fucking sellout um no i'm joking obviously right i fucking love the nba uh steph curry and chris paul they are the only two people that i want to talk about when it comes to this mvp shit um i love russell westbrook and him averaging triple double is in fucking sane i uh, was the fourth year straight fifth year straight ridiculous right but i'm looking at what chris ball chris paul has done in 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 phoenix he took that they were like a 15 win team 17 win team proud of him getting there and now they're like the number one team number two team in the west just from putting him on that fucking team him and devin booker now and that's the chris paul effect wherever you put him he can win he was winning in houston until they traded him and now you look at houston they're a fucking shit show it was just him and houston holding it down by themselves and they're a playoff team and uh you know he did the same thing with the clippers bro he did the same thing with the hornets man chris paul might be the greatest point guard ever uh without a ring you know chris paul has to get a ring um sadly i don't think he'll get it though man but uh yeah so you look at chris paul you look at steph curry steph curry uh this is supposed to be like another off year for the for the golden state warriors because you got clay thomas is still out you know draymond was hurt part of the year steph was hurt and then you know steph came back and steph is playing like somebody was talking shit about aisha like steph steph curry right now is playing like somebody said light skins don't have souls steph curry is shooting from fucking half court uh 
Like he got the goddamn like like he's NBA Jam and he's on fire, bro. Like he's got the fucking sliders, NBA Live, the NBA 2K sliders all the way to the fucking right, bro. This motherfucker is cheating right now. You know what I'm saying? He is fucking cheating. If you are on the park, you're on the blacktop playing NBA 2K, he's fucking green shot meter all fucking day, bro. And that is what Steph Curry is doing. He he's he's got the Golden State Warriors and playoff contention. I want to say that they're the seventh seed or the eighth seed right now. Um and they're going to be in the playoffs, man. And this is supposed to be like a fucking tank year for the for the Golden State Warriors so they can go ahead and get in the lottery. But Steph Curry is out here fucking scoring 30 points every fucking night like it ain't shit. Uh, he just set a record for the fastest uh, person to 300 threes in the season. Um, this is, and this is in the fucking COVID year, bro. This is in the year after, after the bubble, you know, uh, everybody's coming back now. You kind of know what to expect. Uh, it's still weird as fuck. And Steph Curry is playing like, uh, the best ball in his fucking life. And that's without Clay, that's without Clay fucking Thompson, bro. Clay Thompson was back. Holy shit, man. It's a whole lot different, man. Because even Draymond's balling. Draymond's getting triple doubles with, like, two points and shit. Fucking weirdo, bro. But shout out to, shout out to fucking Draymond, man. He's, like, leading that team in assists for, like, eight a game or something crazy, man. But, uh, yeah, the Warriors, they're, they're, you know, Klay Thompson comes back and then they're a threat. They're a threat to win, you know, just off of Klay Thompson adding another 25 points. You know, Klay Thompson adds another 25 points. And that shit could all come in one fucking quarter. You never fucking know, bro. That motherfucker's incredible. God damn. Like, there's a lot of shit that I talked about, man, but I don't really give a fuck about any of it. Um, I, you know, I could talk about some MMA. I could talk about a lot of shit, man. Um, I got a topic on here that I want to talk about, you know, with, with my, my partners. Uh, do gender roles still matter in relationships? And, you know, fuck it, man. I, I'll give you my take about uh, do gender roles still matter in relationships? I think they they do they matter immensely they matter greatly they still hold a very very important place in a relationship and that's one thing that you have to understand is that regardless of how independent you are uh, as a woman a woman has a place in a relationship the same way that a man has a place in a relationship there are duties that comes with each person's role and expectations that you must understand or you guys must express and explore prior to making that commitment you know because you got to understand what her perception of uh, a wife is and then what your perception of a wife is and then you guys got to meet somewhere in the middle that's part of that whole communication aspect that we all seem to fuck up on our first marriage uh but yeah that's an actual thing bro so if you do that you know if, if you move better you know you'll, you'll do better but you can only do better if you actually knew better and no one taught you that but i'm here to teach you that all right so yeah man you got to see what her expectations of a wife are and, and then let her know what your expectations are real healthy way to do it and you can do this before you have a wife or husband just what your expectations are as a partner you know like you can you guys can have a discussion but then say yo we're going to do an exercise right and she writes it down on paper and then you write it down on paper and then you switch papers and see how much you guys have in common you'll be surprised that you guys have you guys are way the fuck <laughs> you guys are so far apart it's not even fucking funny but you won't know until you do something like that you know eat my cookies on the mic bitch fucking fat as fuck damn my battery running low that's crazy 
Shout out to my battery on my laptop. Oh wow, it's charging now. All I had to do is fucking touch it. Uh yeah, man, but um gender roles st- are still important, bro, because you know, a man has to provide and protect and also, you know, promote uh, whatever his wife is doing, man, and, and promote her growth. Uh, that's what we mean. We mean promote. We don't mean fucking make flyers and run around town and fucking have a billboard. No, you got to promote growth, promote growth in your wife, you know, and in your family and her abilities, you know. So if she wants to go back to school, you should be the one funding that and providing that support. You know, if she wants to lose weight, you got to promote that lifestyle. You got to leave by example, leave from the front, you know. Uh, if she's trying to do something healthy, get the kids on board with it, you got to be the guy that sets that tone, you know, unless that's the notice of a family decision, like we're, we're doing this as a unit, you know. But you also, as a man, you're supposed to have your household in order before you bring that woman in. She's supposed to compliment. You know, she's she's a compliment. She's not the she's not the com- the completionist. You know, when you when you say to a partner like you complete me, you're saying without them, you're empty. You're broken. You're a broken person. You're 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 not complete. You're not a you're not a a fully realized, recognized person. You know, so be a complete person before you bring somebody in to compliment you. But yeah, gender roles still matter. You know, there's certain expectations of a man and a woman. Um, me, this is where I start to lean more conservative. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm more of a traditional, you know, what a woman's uh, gender roles and wifely du- duties are, you know, uh, in contrast with uh, what a lot of modern women may think or feel. Um, but I'm not going to get into that because I'd rather have a woman on here to speak, uh, to speak to that, to that idea, you know, because I don't want to just be on here just bashing <laughs> modern women. You know, I ain't got no problem with them, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to all women, goddammit. I love you all. But uh, I think I'm going to dip the fuck out of here, man, because I'm tired of shit. You know, fuck it. I've been babysitting all day and eating cookies and drinking brown liquor with apple juice and smoking marijuana and talking to you people all night, man. So, uh, yo, listen, this is the uh, Midnight Monologue with Meacham on your FM dial. W-Z-U- uh, P, that's Martin shit, man. Shout out to Martin, WZUP Detroit. What's up? What's up? What's up? But uh, nah, man, I'm about to be out of here, man. Um, I got shit to do. It's 9:15 in the PM, bro. I'm about to on a Thursday. <laughs> I'm about to watch reruns of fucking The Office on Peacock. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be easy. Peace.